Welcome back to Talking to You with me, Henry Duncan. Unfortunately, my co-host, William Klepper, is out sick. Daniel, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the fourth day? I believe it's the third, but third. close enough. Yeah. Um, so, Klepper, listening from home, we wish you the best. Um, a quick and speedy recovery. Um, we miss you here in the booth. Um, starting off... Um, not much to cover since our last episode, um, other than the basketball game on Saturday, a an end to a very successful season. The team tw- finished 22 and six. Um, the final defeat it was hard fought. It was a close first half. Um, the second half, the patch got off to a, um, a streak, um, for lack of better words, and to put it lightly. Um, you know, it was, the ball wasn't going in the hoop for us, and uh, it was for them. Additionally, they're a really good team. They've got a really good chance of winning state. Um, last night, they played in the semifinal round in Cookville um, versus Knoxville Webb, and the state championship game will be tomorrow. Now, getting into lacrosse. Today we're going to interview head coach Joe Cummings uh, as his second year as head coach. Um, they had a very successful season last year, making it to the state semis. This year so far, uh, we are 1-0 on the year uh, with a win over Houston, um, a domination in that game. Um, tomorrow we have a game versus McCauley, which coach will get into. And then on Sunday, uh, the second part of the doubleheader, we face MICDS. Both games will be held here on Hole Dobbs Field in Stokes Stadium. We'll now get into our interview with head coach Joe Cummings. Coach Cummings, welcome on. Thanks for having me. Pumped yeah. to be here. Uh, we also kind of have a side guest. Coach Wadsworth will be, not you know, it's not his interview, but he is here to give some input if necessary. Yeah, well, I mean, input is, uh, I, I think he's been fully a part of the lacrosse program, so I think it's fitting that Coach Wadsworth is uh, joining us today. Absolutely. Speaking from my um, experience, at least in basketball, you know, Wadsworth is huge in, um, you know, preventing injuries, um, a big part that I think a lot of people don't see. Um, at least this year, we didn't have anybody get injured on the court. I've got some pretty awful knees, which Wadsworth could speak to. Um, but it's a big part of every program. It's not something that is usually seen. Um, so, Coach um, Wadsworth, welcome on as well. Good to be here. Yeah. Um, Coach Cummings, we'll start off with some rapid-fire questions. Um, I see you peering over at my computer as let's we go. speak. Bring it on. Um, you ready? You know let's, how they work? Let's do it. All right. Favorite MUS lunch? Salad bar. All right, before we continue, so rapid fire, I'll try to answer them quickly. Okay, All right. right. Um, favorite sport other than lacrosse? Football. Favorite coworker? Wadsworth. Yes. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> no. Favorite pair of underwear? Briefs. Favorite pro bowler? Uh, Knox Brown. Best American president? Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Favorite poly gnome? Oh, now you're 
No, no, no answer. Na. <laughs> How often do you shower? Daily. How often do you brush your teeth? Twice a day. Favorite weight for a bowling ball? Uh, ten pounds. Best toothpaste brand? Uh, Colgate. Go-to pregame meal? Uh, chicken parm. Best fast food restaurant in the Memphis area? Uh, fast food restaurant. Um, I mean Chick-fil-A. How long can you hold your breath? Uh, haven't done it in a long time. I'd love to be able to get to 60 seconds. Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, no answer. Favorite TV series? Uh, right now, I'm enjoying Masters of the Air. Elephant or tiger? Tiger. Lion or gazelle? Lion. Dream vacation spot? Kiwa. Favorite ice cream? Uh, uh, mint chocolate chip. What's your spirit animal? Uh, bear. Is Five Guys a fast food restaurant? Yes. Okay. Correct. There's one one answer that some people mess up. We have a long debate. You're an avid listener, aren't you? Yeah. So you've heard the Five Guys debate. Uh, I have. You yeah. Have any special input on that? Well, I have been around Five Guys for a long time. Um, you know, and I think with the app, uh, it has it has moved itself into the fast food domain. I think. Eight years ago, uh, when I was coming up, it would you would not get your food quickly enough, and therefore I would have it as that kind of a fast casual. But I believe with the app, if you are uh, if you take advantage of the app, they they are pretty spot on. I've I've put an order in here, and I was told my my order would be uh, available uh, five minutes later. And to me, that's fast food. So with the with the way that fast food is going, I don't know if you guys saw the the latest change that Wendy's is going with. They're uh, backlash. They're actually doing the Uber model, where they're going to surge some prices based on um, the uh, number of people at the restaurant. So oh. I think we are moving in a time where the app is going to be critical for fast food. And Five Guys, uh, their uh, their app is pretty darn good. Is that a universal thing for Wendy's, or is it? I mean. I don't know. I think they're. I think they've been doing it in airports. I need to do a little bit more research on it, but yeah. it's gonna. Um, it's gonna be a change for the fast food market. Yeah. Um, see, the debate we've always had is that fast food, especially in Memphis, right? Your fast food restaurants aren't necessarily gonna be fast. Um, like Wingstop. Yesterday, I went to Wingstop, and that was a forty-minute wait. Um, now, a Wingstop, I'd still call fast food. I wouldn't say 40 minutes is fast food. No, but it's a fast food restaurant. You know, that definition, as I said, could be changing. That's true. But right. Five if Guys waiting, is not good. If you're waiting 40 minutes for your wings. <clears throat> pause, pause. Coach Wadsworth, will you reiterate what you just said? Yeah, Five Guys is not good. What are we talking about? <laughs> Would you mind stepping out of the booth? We're talking about <laughs> what I'm saying we're talking about. Fast Five Guys is not five good. Five Guys food. is not good. Oh, oh, that is an awful take. What did he just say? Quite possibly the worst one we've had on the year. Well. In, in and out, career. in and out all day. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to. I think we're going to have to shift this whole conversation away yeah. from the cross hey, yeah. to this hey. conversation yeah. about five guys. In about like two to three years, in and out's going to be in Nashville. So, just wait. Nashville's See, three hours away, coach. Yeah, well, it's not. A, not I'd a rather drive. Thing. I'd rather drive three hours than walk across the street from my house to get five guys. Yeah, Wadsworth lives on campus for anybody. He does not live at the school. <laughs> so, <laughs> he does not sleep at the school. <laughs> um. <coughs> right, well, yeah, we'll get we'll get off that debate before it gets too heated, um, before we lose friendships. 
Um, so, Coach Cummings, uh, this is your second year here at MUS. It's your first year as the head of admissions. And uh, can you talk to us about your transition into MUS last year and kind of your role then and how it has changed this year? Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, coming from South Carolina to Memphis, you know, there's a lot of the personal changes that you have to go through. You got to go, you know, find a place to live. You got to figure out, you know, where, where my family is going to go to school. And just even just the, you know, regular routines of where do you grocery shop, where do you, um, you know, go to the doctor, go to the dentist, all those things. And so, um, you know, even where, where you get your haircut, which I'm still struggling to find a good spot for, yeah, a, for a haircut. Yeah. yeah, hair's getting a little long. If you need an uh, optometrist, shout out to Henry's mom. There we go. Ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. She okay. does eye surgery. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not, I don't care that much, but if she heard. Well, don't show her this podcast I, then. I, I, I just. Won't. I hope she doesn't. She, she, won't, in. she won't like me. Yeah. Anyways, eye doctor. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I think, you know, and once we, once we got ourselves settled in, you know, a lot of last year, I think, was, you know, just really rooted in trying to build relationships with the players, um, you know, setting and establishing what the standard was. Um, you know, and then really trying to f just figure out, you know, what do we do well? Um, what are the areas where we've got opportunity to grow? And then, you know, trying to, you know, just put some things, you know, those daily habits and behaviors associated with, you know, being um, a great team and being a great program. And I was listening to a podcast the other day, one that I just shared with the team, um, Coach Bakic at Clemson, who's their Clemson baseball coach, but you know he talks about how culture is just such a big word, and it is. I mean, it, it really is. And MUS has had MUS lacrosse has had a great culture, uh, so you know it wasn't like we were starting from scratch. So I think a lot of last year for me was you know connecting with alums, connecting with uh, current and former coaches, and really just trying to learn you know what is what does it mean to be a part of MUS lacrosse uh, because. You know, it wasn't. It's not like I needed to come in and reinvent the wheel, but you know, really coming in and just trying to maybe tweak some things here and there to uh, you know help our players be positioned to have success when they step between the lines on game day. And so, uh, a big part of that and why I'm excited that he's here was uh, Coach Wadsworth. And you know, I'd love for Coach just to talk a little bit about you know last year and and even what's been going on this year with the strength program and the way that we've partnered together with lacrosse to uh, really try to help shape our guys physically. You want to talk about that, Coach? Anything specific? I think it's very just, general. just, you know, talk about the, uh, you know, day one stuff that we talk about, about what it takes to be great, you know, yeah. fo focusing on process over performance and yeah. just being disciplined in the little things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm grateful Coach Cummings is here because we've really, <clears throat> we've really been able to get this strength program going in a direction that I see it going and that I really want it to go. And Henry, you have some experience with that with basketball. Coach Wilson is yeah. on the, in the same ship, um, and a lot of I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot of things that come along with it. Like Coach said, you have the discipline aspect of it. Um, and you're going to get stronger, you're going to get faster, the typical weight room stuff that we talk about. But I think one of the things that it's 
benefited the teams here um, is outside of the the physical performance realm. You go into a game or a season feeling a lot more authentically confident because of the preparation that you've done. I think if you go into let's let's talk about the game tomorrow, for example, you go into a game against Macaulay and <clears throat> if you kind of deep down know that you haven't put in the work to meet either your best level or the level of the team you're playing against, you're going to go into that game feeling a little bit insecure. You may not be fully confident in what you're doing um, because you don't have any preparation to fall back on. And that that's one of the biggest things that I've seen it do with lacrosse is there's been a shift in our guys' mindset and their mentality of we would go we would kind of go into big games in the past like hoping and and hoping we play well let's just hope we score some goals let's hope we whatever and and now we're going into games where we're pretty unshakable and, and I think a lot of that the culture of MUS is very gritty especially with the academic standards we have a we don't give up easily, but we're going into games with a lot of confidence in the training that we've been doing. Um, but that's difficult to do, and that's where the discipline comes in. That's where having coach coach buy-in and student-athlete buy-in comes in because, and Henry, you know this, I mean, in the summer we're going four days a week, and in the fall we're going three to four days a week, and then in season we're going two to three days a week. And... It's a major time commitment to be able to do that. And you have to know why you're getting into it. You have to know what your outcome is going to be. And it's our job as coaches to really set the standard and hold the standard, but also to create a vision of this is why this is so important. Mm -hmm. um, and, and especially for high school kids. And, and this is a big thing that, that I've been trying to communicate and want to communicate that what the strength program here is doing is it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things, but what it's not is bro science, right? What yeah. it's not is you guys are going to come in there and I'm just going to generally teach you how to weight lift and you're going to curl and you're going to get big. You're going to have a big squat and a big bench and that's going to be fine. Um, Joe said the word process and there is a process to it. The process starts out with you're just going to start on the bar and then we slowly build it up from there, right? Yeah. Um, we taper when we get into playoffs and state championships. So there's a whole process and... It takes a lot of trust. Uh, it takes a lot of patience. Um, soon ripe, soon rotten, kind of thing. But we're Clearly. we're trying to grow this slow and and really move right, get strong correctly. But weightlifting doesn't matter if it doesn't transfer to the field, and that's that's the end goal. Absolutely. And I think and I think just to add to that, you know, in that concept of culture, you know, being something that happens over time. I mean, you know, so for me, the culture that you know we've been trying to develop some, you know, a, when I arrived is just really trying to, you know, put language to like, what does it mean to play MUS lacrosse? And, you know, and for, for me, you know, there, there's five core values that we talk a lot about with our guys, effort, energy, attitude, making, you know, sacrificing and then competing. Right. And, and I think that, you know, the weight room is, is a place where those get where guys not only physically can begin to build those habits, but also the mental component of competing, you know, and the mental side of, of culture, 
you know, so much of that can happen in the weight room. And so, you know, when I, when I said yes to this role, um, to, you know, two years ago, my first phone call was to Wadsworth just to really get on the same page about how we're going to really start to develop culture through the, the idea of simply moving weight or moving a bar and uh, sport performance. And so his partnership has been invaluable to me. It's been invaluable to our program. And, and what's fun is I think the players, you know, we're, you know, you know, really having dedicated, you know, time to the weight room for the last 20 months, you know, I think the players have, they're really starting to see the, the benefit. Um, Cause I think, you know, you can look in the mirror and see it, but even when we get out on the field, you know, I, I just, I look at our guys and I'm, I'm excited for them because they, they truly have done the work. Yeah. I think one, one important, one important thing about the weight room with just kind of adding on what coach Cummings is saying is there's, there's nowhere to hide in the yeah. weight room. Absolutely. When you, when you get on the court, when you get on the field and you get into your sport, um, you're with a bunch of different guys. You're, you can kind of, if you're not skillful in something, you may be able to get away with something or hide from it or um, not really address whatever any weaknesses are if you're not willing to. When you're in the weight room and it's you in the bar and 225 pounds is 225 pounds, if you think you can do it but you can't, you're going to be exposed very quickly. Absolutely. So one thing about the weight room is it exposes you. So it's a vulnerable place, but it exposes you. But if you lean into that exposure and, and you, you attack your weaknesses, then you start to overcome those hurdles. And that's what creates the confidence and the preparation. And that's what creates the ability to go out on the field or the court and be confident because you've leaned into all of your weaknesses in the weight room. You allowed yourself to see them, and then that's going to carry over to the field as well. Yeah, so I had a few questions that y'all kind of answered. My follow-up to the previous one about transitioning was, you know, what's it like taking over program? You've taken over programs in the past and talking about culture. Um, I think it's different stepping on the MES campus. I'm not a guy that was um, in the PDS pipeline. I didn't come in 7th, 8th grade, and I can speak to the culture here lasts um, your entire life. You're part of a, um, I don't want to say brotherhood, um, because it's different than the brotherhood that's preached. Um, and it, you know, it's not a fraternity because connotatively what's associated with that, but I mean, it's really an association of, uh, guys who you only really get it if you went here and being on a sports team here isn't being on a sports team anywhere else. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, the lacrosse program has adopted that mindset as well. Um, and it's apparent on the field. Um, and then Wadsworth, I was going to ask you about the off season, but you covered that. Um, so in relation, back to you, Coach Cummings, in relation to last year's team, how is this team different? Um, but, you know, how is it the same? Because we lost a lot of key players last year. However, we kept a lot of key players as well. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to give a big shout-out to last year's senior class. You know, they were a group that, they had to deal with COVID. They had to deal with, you know, uh, you know, some, you know, a lot of change uh, during their time, and uh, and so I just really appreciated their, you know, 
their willingness to buy in last year. And so we, you know, I think coming into this year, we stand uh, on their shoulders in a lot of ways of what their impact was, their example. And so, you know, to that 2023 class, uh, we, uh, I'm just, you know, forever thankful for that group of guys. It was a great group. Um, and, um, and I think as we shifted into this year, you know, we have a disappointing loss uh, to end last season. You know, we, we kind of ended on a, on a sour note in a way that, you know, we all felt like it was too short, you know, and we were really proud of, I think we were proud of our performance, but, you know, we just didn't finish some opportunities uh, that we had last year in that game. And so, you know, I think coming back into this year, you know, really our preparation started in June. Um, you know, we gave the guys like a week and a half off and, and then we were right back into it with some summer lacrosse in June to try to begin preparing for this year. And, and I'm really proud of this senior class. And, you know, and, you know, while we have a lot of guys returning in key roles, like we also have a lot of guys that, uh, that have been on the team that are stepping into new roles, you know, whether that's a new role as a leader, a uh, new role as, you know, a guy that we need to perform defensively or offensively. And, um, but this year's group has, I think, really been, uh, they've been really faithful to the process. They've been faithful to, you know, the work of just getting better. Um, and we, you know, a big theme, you know, our theme this year is trust and relationships. And I continue to reiterate to the boys, like, you know, all we have is today. So let's just be focused on getting better today. Uh, we can't get out over our skis. We can't get back to the semifinals or the, or the finals, you know, tomorrow. Like that's out there, that's there. But let's go and earn the opportunity to get hot at the right time. Um, and let's go through this journey, this process of just trying to get better every day. And I think they're embracing that. Um, and, you know, we're going to be coming up against, you know, some some opportunities to play some very good teams where we're going to face adversity and we're going to be challenged in ways that, you know, we haven't been challenged when we're just practicing against ourselves. And so, you know, there's a lot of discovery that's about to happen for our guys this year. Uh, we're going to learn a lot about who we are. But, you know, I think the for me, that's the fun of, of every team is, you know, trying to figure out what our identity is, you know, and can we answer the question like, you know, can we become the best we're capable of becoming? And I think we're, we've got a group that's committed to getting better every day. And we're going to see, you know, over the next two and a half months, you know, we're going to be put through that, you know, the, the rigor of, you know, playing uh, tough teams, a tough schedule, and we're going to face adversity, but we get to do that together. And hopefully we'll earn the opportunity to get hot at the right time. Going off um, what you're saying about identity, um, this previous game we played, Houston uh, last week uh, are there is there anything right now that's foreshadowing you know what that identity may be I mean I think it was just one step yeah. you know it was just one step that we got to play a lot of guys um, we actually had a lot of guys out that game uh, the flu has been uh, running rampant around here um, so um, <clears throat> you know but it's gonna continually be a process of discovery you know I, I don't think that we're gonna learn everything about ourselves in one game i think we can get windows 
game by game into areas of strength and then areas where we need to continue to grow and you know hopefully you begin to minimize your mistakes and minimize your weaknesses and you you know focus on your strengths and you just continue to get better so you know i think last week's opportunity to just play a game i mean there's just no substitute for stepping between the lines and competing and you know having the real you know the nerves and the the jitters and the emotions of a of a game and so i think from from that standpoint you know we got to step between the lines against somebody that was wearing a different jersey and our guys got to step out on the field together because you know basically since last june we've been placing all of our energy on one each on one another i mean we've been beating the heck out of one another and so to be able to you know shift that energy and you know apply it uh in a in a new direction uh was i think really good for our guys as they learn what it looks like to come together as a team so you know i, I think it was one step um and as we've talked about it that's all that it is we're just going to take it one day at a time so it was a it was a good step forward um, but I know for our guys, we're excited for another opportunity to practice this afternoon. Uh, and then, you know, we're excited for the opportunity to get out tomorrow and compete against the, you know, a state state opponent in Macaulay. Absolutely. Um, going, shift into the Macaulay game. Every year we play them pretty early in our schedule. Um, so I'll make this double-parted question. First, why do we always schedule them so early? Because it's Likely, we're going to see them later in the postseason, and we do play another regular season game against them um, later in the year. And then what are some keys to tomorrow's game? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, so this is actually the only game that we'll play them uh, in the regular season. Um, And I think it it just comes down to scheduling, you know, and I like playing, you know, a a team early in the year because it's, you know, like, you watch any of these college games, like, you know, big time early season games really kind of give you a, you know, sort of a, just a, it gives you an opportunity to see where you are. Um, And, you know, playing a, you know, a a program with whom MUS has had a really deep and respectful rivalry with one where, you know, like we, we want to compete with those guys. Um, You know, I think it's really an opportunity for us just to, again, gauge where we are and, Macaulay's a great program. They're a great team. They've had tremendous success in the state of Tennessee. Uh, and But, you know, they're also, you know, they're an all-boys school similar to ours. And so I think that gives us, you know, just an opportunity to compete in a big game against, you know, an in-state rival. And we get another opportunity to figure out sort of where we are uh, in our process and in our journey. So, you know, I love playing these early season games, and I've got the utmost respect for you know, Coach Eamon Thornton, their head coach, and the job that he's done, and you know the the talent that they have in that program. I think they've got three Division One commits, and so you know we got our work cut out for us, and it's going to be a tough tough game for us. Uh, but I think our guys are excited for the opportunity because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's on the other side. Uh, we talk about this a lot, but every game that we compete, you know, it's about MUS. It's about um, who we are. And the, the team on the other side is, you know, they're, they're a way for us to learn about ourselves. And so we don't want to make any game bigger than it necessarily is. We want to just come out and be focused on ourselves. And, you know, and so that's not to minimize the rivalry, not to minimize, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the opponent. Um, but really, you know, we've, we're trying to reframe, 
uh, how we think about growth and making it an internal thing, not an external comparison about how we are against anybody else. We want to, you know, we're, we're focused on can we become the best we're capable of becoming. Um, Coach, is there any, any keys you can give us to tomorrow's game? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they've got a returning two-time All-American um, attackman going to Georgetown named Zach Chari, who's, you know, an outstanding player, and he creates a lot of challenges and a lot of problems. And so, you know, that, that'll be an area where we've got to, you know, defensively be disciplined. And, you know, and I think they've added some some talent to their roster, um, you know, and some – and some guys that have come in, but you know they haven't played a game yet this year, so you know we don't know a lot about them. But you know we do know you know what their style is, and they're I mean they're big, they're fast, they're strong, um, they compete hard, you know. So we, we've got our work cut out for us. And uh, but again, I think you know we're we're trying to figure out who we are, and and we have things that we want to focus on, and and that'll be the message that we give our guys about how it is that we want to play, and who we are, and what our identity is, and. You know, and so, you know, for us, it's going to be about going out and can we execute uh, our game plan? Can we execute, you know, becoming and being who we believe that we are and, and take a step forward? So, you know, anytime you, you play a team that has uh, talented players, you're going to be challenged. And uh, But at the end of the day, you know, I'm excited for our guys to, uh, you know, go out and show, you know, the work that they've put in, you know, because they've worked really hard this offseason. And, you know, regardless of outcome, you know, I, I really think that for our players, you know, this will be a way for them to learn a little bit more about themselves and learn about who they are and, and you know, areas of strength and, again, areas of growth that we have to do over the next couple months because, like I said, you know, we want to earn that opportunity to get hot at the right time. Absolutely. Uh, well, coaches, we're nearing the end of our time. Um uh, listeners, the Macaulay game tomorrow is at noon, and the MICDS game on Sunday is at 10:45 um, in the morning. The uh, team out of St. Louis, a very good team. Um, additionally, you probably don't know much about them. Another opportunity to. Yeah, we you know again they haven't played a game yet. Um, I, I know they play the team down the street uh, in the next. Uh, they play them on Saturday, so. We may get an opportunity to get a look at them, um, you know. But last year's game in St. Louis was a tough match for our guys. It was a rainy, cold, you know, gritty type of game, um, and uh, you know, so it'll be a, it'll be once again a, a great game against a, a team that has a storied tradition of success in Missouri, and um, you know, and it'll also be an opportunity for our guys to uh, play against somebody that you know MUS has a lot of history competing with. So. Uh, again, it'll be a fun early season matchup and, and a quick turnaround after a, a game against, you know, a team like we're playing tomorrow is going to be another tough challenge. But, you know, our guys, I think, will be up for the test and we'll, we'll find out a little bit more about ourselves. Absolutely. Well, coaches, that's all I have for you all. Thank you all for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Go Owls. Absolutely. Um, to all you all listening, uh, whether it's in your car or at home or wherever you may be, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week with a trap interview with Coach Jonathan Large, so tune in for that. And as always, go Owls.